Thank you for, for joining us on the, on the show tonight. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tammy. You know, you know, most people are like, like oh, yeah, yeah, sure. thank, thank you for, for having me. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. guess. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut out a, an hour of my time for you guys. No problem. Sure. <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, and Google Podcast on Redonkulous Podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Redonkulous Podcast with no space. If you have any suggestions or comments, we would love to hear from you guys. It's the Jeff and Annie and James Redonkulous Show. Yeah. Awesome. Two, one. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Redonkulous Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the podcast where when life gets tough, we get redonkulous. There we go. That's how you, that's how you do it. <laughs> uh, I'm Jeff. I'm James. And I'm Annie. Today, we are joined with a very special guest. We are very lucky to have uh, my sister on the podcast. Hello, Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello, hello. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Tammy. I'm born on Valentine's Day. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> I studied performing arts in high school and biology in college. Is there anything biology. else? Biology. Mm, exciting. I hated biology. <laughs> <laughs> Word of the day is constitute. It's a verb and it means to form or compose something. Um, a sentence is the desire for equality constituted the civil rights movement. Mm, okay. Yeah, I got an example, but guys, <laughs> guys always shit on me, but or uh, <laughs> but here we go. Uh, the Redonkulous podcast constitutes us to get LED lights. Yeah. All right. Some Can asshole out there listening is going to be like, you guys, that is not how you use this word. Constituted this podcast? Yeah. That- All right. As you guys can tell at home, we're in big trouble, but let's keep moving on. <laughs> Serious hypotheticals. All right. So the train is heading towards one average Joe. You have a lover that would diverted towards five convicted felons parentheses murderers what do you do <laughs> is the life of one average ordinary normal man worth that of five convicted felons dun 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 this is crazy uh the first time i came across this was on the tv show the good place and if you guys are interested, it's a season two episode called The Trolley Problem. It's a show about morality and ethics, doing the right thing, and then becoming uh, better people. So they, they talk about philosophy such as this. And uh, this was a thought exercise that one of the characters brought up. I don't know if I can play God like that. I, I don't know if I can weigh one person's life over five. Wait, so the five are convicted uh, felons, which they murdered people before, and the other person is an innocent. Yes, correct. Innocent man or woman. Yep, an average Joe. Well, 
the murderers are bad people. Oh, yes. Very bad. So they don't deserve to live, right? I don't know. So because they murdered people, you're like, yo, let me, let me murder these guys back. If I had to choose, then yeah. So, so let's say I choose the five people, right? The five over the average Joe. And then the average Joe decides to be a murderer after this happens. Then I'm just, then there's more people that's going to die. They're only convicted if they're caught. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's say if it's, if, if you just think he's an average Joe, but he's like a serial killer or something. He's an average Joe right now. In the moment. In the moment. We don't know what okay. he will be in the future. So you're comparing quantity versus quality. You're choosing quality over quantity. Mm. The quality of the guy. Yeah. yeah. Average guy right now. And probably so, will be in the future. So what would you choose, James? Me? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll put the innocent guy. Hands down, you kill the five people. Uh, Yeah. Um, so what about this? What if you are physically in the trolley? You're in the trolley. You have, you're the decision maker. And then now for the rest of your life, you need to live with the fact that you killed five people. Yes, I, I chose to kill five convicted felons, five convicted felons, murderers. I mean, if I had to make a, make a decision, I'll pick the average Joe. I mean, murderers, yo, they, they killed mad people. Murderers still have families. You're impacting five families over one. Yeah, that's true. But um, I have I have no guarantee that I have no guarantee that they won't go out and kill more people. So by me not killing those those five, I'm letting there be a more more of a bigger chance of them going out killing more people, killing more people. So the average Joe isn't gonna go out and kill someone. What if the murderer killed another person because? Um... They're trying to get revenge. Yeah. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. What What if they're yeah. like Dexter and they're going out and killing other murderers? Ooh, what if you got five oh. Dexters over there? They only go out and kill. That's a good point, Tam. They only go oh, yeah. out and kill bad guys. Yeah, they're they're doing more good than bad. What if the innocent guy, and I think this is the point that, that Tam was trying to make earlier too. What if the innocent guy goes home and then he masturbates and he downloads child porn. You don't know that. He's just never caught. Yo, he could be a shitty guy. He's just never been caught before. So this is very interesting. Let me bring up the show The Good Place again. You can think about it and choose it logically. But in the show, when they physically put you in, in that situation and you're there pulling that lever, then all of a sudden you're just like, holy crap. It's not as straightforward or as easy as I thought. And they have so many permutations. So another... For this situation, another way that they talked about this was like, okay, so you choose right now, you choose to kill five people over one, right? Another situation is um, today you're a doctor and you have one perfectly healthy patient and you have five sick patients and to be able to save those five patients, you have the ability to save those five, but you have to kill the perfectly healthy person harvest their organs to save the five people would you do it damn only if only if the one person is willing to, <laughs> willing to sacrifice his life <laughs> okay James, what, about this? what if the one person is a convicted felon <laughs> <laughs> and the five are innocent average human beings 
Yeah. <laughs> Who may or may not participate in child porn. Why did you bring up child porn? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why, why yeah, is that your example? Yeah. Anyway, um, so they're they're innocent average five innocent average people. Okay. Average people. Like people average people like you and me. Yeah, I'm a little bit above average. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Convicted you would felon. kill you would kill the healthy person who's a murderer? Uh, yeah. I mean He's going to go out and kill more people. So, <laughs> Again, you're making the assumption that because he's, he's killed before that, that he would go again. out. He's more likely to go out and kill again. Yes. I'm making no assumption. What okay. if they turned a new leaf and they, they'll never kill again? In that case, damn. Then no. Only if he voluntarily voluntarily offers his life to save James what if he's awake the full time like you're going with the scalpel and you're about to cut him open and he's like James I swear I'll never kill anyone ever again my god damn (laughs) he's a convicted felon yeah (laughs) no going back to the trolley situation um let's say it's one guy that you know you personally know him would you choose him over let's say five good Samaritans, five people who do good, they donate to charity, they're good people, they're upstanding citizens, but the one person over there is your friend. My God, that's even more tough. Yeah, Yeah, that's a really tough one. So the first time I heard this thought experiment was when I was in philosophy um, class back in college. And then the professor also like weighed in, just like if it's five strangers versus let's say your family mother, your family member, let's like it's your mom or your dad your on the other side. Yeah, you know the uh, five lives are um, greater than one, but would you kill your mom to save the five lives? Kill the five that's people just because me, that's dog. your mom. <laughs> I mean, I can't guarantee wow. that the five innocent people would make me food. <laughs> wow. Or take care of or take care of Nicholas. Or really? is, That's is that all you think about? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mom. <laughs> One thing about my mom, she has the biggest heart. Oh my goodness. Uh when Nicholas was born for the first couple of months. As soon as he cries, you hear running up the stairs. And then I would tell Annie, I was like, well, here comes grandma. And she opens the door. Is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, mom, please go back to sleep. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, I I can't guarantee those five strangers would do that for me. But also I feel like because mom has like such great empathy, she would prefer us to choose her over the five because then she's going to oh. be like, now there's these five people on our lives forever and on her conscience and ours. That is so tough. Imagine she's there like, Damn. don't choose me. Choose them. Damn. Yeah, she's, she, like, she's going to be devastated if we ended up killing five people just to save her life. What if one of the strangers ends up uh, you know, going on to cure cancer? Yeah, that's true. You, just, you, you never you just know. Prevented cancer from being cured. I am depressed. <laughs> I don't think I can kill somebody I know. Yeah, that's a tough one. Five strangers or one person that you know. 
What if it's someone you know, but you do not particularly like? <laughs> well, that's a whole different story, but it's yeah. just someone you know. Okay, crunch time. Everybody has to answer the question right now. I don't know. I feel like I would still kill the average Joe. Just huh? that's five lives over one. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter what that person did in the past. You would still choose, you would value five lives over one. Yeah, I mean, maybe this would teach them a lesson that, like, their their life is is very sacred and they should do something better with their lives than be horrible people. Okay, wow. five lives greater than one. I can Tem- see that. Temi has uh, a lot of hope in humanity. Yeah. Final decision. Let's go. Yeah. Kill the murderers. Yep. Five. Kill murderers. the five people. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So I'm the only odd one out. I'll, kill I'll the split one the person. vote. I'll go with Tam. I'll kill. I'll kill one person. Okay. Five lives. Five lives are always greater than one. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's true, but these are convicted and felons, like murderers. People. Innocent people do not exist. It's not possible. You've done if unless you're telling me you're a saint, you've done nothing wrong in your life before. Everyone has made mistakes. Yeah, but what if? And what if he's someone like you? All right, tough luck. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, and you know, killing a person is not a mistake. You know, taking away a in life. self-defense. Uh, yeah, yeah let's, but let's they're say... convicted felons. If it was self-defense, if it was an accident, they would not be a convicted felon. Okay, convicted I kill someone in self-defense. I get a shitty ass free lawyer, and I lose the case. I'm convicted. I'm convicted now. Maybe I don't have as much hope in humanity as Tammy does, but I am very skeptical of the American justice system. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of I choose, felons aren't like bad guys. But I'm choosing humanity over our criminal justice system because our criminal justice system at the end of the day it's created by people as well and it's not a perfect system there are a lot of people who are in jail when they're not supposed to be in jail we're not going to get into that i'm going to side with tam on this one i agree five lives are greater than one whether it's five people or one person you still made that decision yeah yeah even if even if they're criminals right would you agree oh yeah definitely Mm -hmm. I'll definitely need a lot of therapy. (laughs) All right. That was our really crappy attempt at philosophy, guys. Uh, (laughs) Please weigh in if you guys think that one is greater than five or five is greater than one. Please let us know and tell us why. Two truths, one lie. First statement. Um, I went to Las Vegas in high school for a drill team competition. True. Um, so I was in a drill team in high school. It's called a JROTC, and then it's like a military program for high school. And then I spun rifles and went to competitions, and yeah. You know I remember I'm... seeing you guys spin rifles. I was like, oh my god! I yeah. remember them spinning umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But it looks so dangerous. I was like, what if you poke yourself? It there's like a sharp end. I remember you guys yeah. spinning makeshift sticks and throwing them everywhere. I don't know if my high school even had any of this stuff or I just didn't go. 
it was an art high school. That's why. Oh. Yeah, yo. <laughs> Your art school couldn't afford this program, son. Flying to Las Vegas, supposedly, and competing. Where'd yeah, yeah. my high school could even have, like, a badminton team because our coach quit. What? What high school did you go to? <laughs> LaGuardia Arts. Oh. I mean, we had a lot of stuff. We had, like, galleries and, like, show performances. But... I mean, yeah, I guess your focus was different. Yeah. Uh -huh. They only had the budget to lock them in a room and make them draw. Yeah, sounds. <laughs> <laughs> sounds. Yo, why are you gonna lock them in the room? <laughs> Yo, you see it like that. But the inside of my high school, actually, it looks really depressing because um, a few floors doesn't have windows. A few floors doesn't have windows. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry to break it to you. Those are called dungeons. <laughs> you know who goes to LaGuardia High School, Tam? Uh, who? The five convicted felons. Oh, this guy. That they read over your, them. Okay. What what's your, what's your second statement? Okay, so um, we were on the road. I think we were driving to Maryland for a competition in high school, and then we're at like a pit stop. You know, I'm chilling on a bench outside. I'm just looking at enjoying the sun, and then all of a sudden, poop flies and plop on my head. <laughs> I got poop on my head, on my shaved head. How did it feel? Did you rub it in? Yeah, it's it pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> pretty gross. <laughs> it was warm and gross. And Ew. What felt better? What felt better, that or the pizza that spilled over you? Um, uh, I, I prefer, I think the poop was better. The pizza was really hot. <laughs> and you got a blister from it. Yeah, so... And that and that was all over my back, my head, my arm. It was the pizza was all over. The poop at least was just on my head, you know. <laughs> Maybe like, the, uh, the poop. Area. The poop meant that you were having good luck for the competition. Yeah, doesn't yes. that mean good luck? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people told me that. You heard that, guys? A lot of people told them that, so it must be true. Wink, wink. Oh yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> all right. What's number three? Okay, number three. So I don't know if you guys remember the last story um, where I almost cut my finger with a with a saw. Who can mm -hmm. forget that? Okay. <laughs> Wait, so you cut your fingernail. Fingernail, yes, fingernail. Okay. So I was going to urgent care in Flushing. And then while I'm driving, I guess I guess I was tired or I was uh um in shock. And I'm driving across the bridge, and then I guess I kind of like pass out for a second, and then I this car swerve and hit the the railing. I guess you can say. Your car or another car? My car, like oh. my rim, my rim of my car hit the railing, and then kind of like bounced off for a second. Yeah, so that's pretty scary. Wait, Did you have you to mean... do repairs? No, just hit the rim of the wheel. So you're okay. saying you passed out for a second? Yeah, I think that's what happened. Cause you were tired, cause you almost lost your finger. Yeah, it was a long day. It was a long day, and then I guess I was in a little bit of shock from what happened. Were you with anybody um, else? No, it was just by myself. I was driving to the hospital with a broken nail. 
Yeah. Okay. How old are you when you went to Vegas for the competition? I was in 17, my junior year. Yeah, 17. Did you guys Supermarket. pay for it or the school pay for it? Uh, no, school pay for it. But but like food and stuff that we got to pay for. But the How hotels, long did you guys stay there for? Uh, we stay for four days. Yeah. Four days. We usually go for four days at a time. <laughs> what? They let you guys go to Vegas? Yeah, went, went a lot place. went to Vegas, went to Maryland, went to New Jersey. Yeah, we go, went to a lot of competitions. Well, three. Oh, seven was the first time we got first place. Yeah. So. But you won three years, right? During that time? Mm, I went three times to nationals, but only won for the first time on our senior year. So, oh, seven. Oh. Shout out to oh, seven, guys. PD07. Where were nationals being held? Nationals was in Florida. Yeah. Which competition was the one in Vegas? It was the middle one. Wait, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, do you yeah. do you ever remember them telling you that, hey, I'm going away, I'm going to Vegas for a weekend or Oh no. <laughs> I didn't care about no spinning rifles. Gosh, this guy doesn't I... remember anything. Never mind. I went to Brooklyn Tech. That was almost as, almost as bad as LaGuardia. Jeez. Why do you have to crap up my school? <laughs> <laughs> For LaGuardia High School. You said you partially passed out and then you hit hit uh, the railing. Uh, Did you have to call for help afterwards? No, no. So I just like, maybe I dozed off, passed out. I don't know. But for a second... My wheel hit the rim and we hit the the side thing, the curve, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. and hit that. And then I woke up and then. Just, he was daydreaming uh, about his where, fake trip to Las Vegas. Wait, why did you go to the urgent care if you just cut a fingernail? Um, it was bleeding pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, your fingernail was bleeding too. Yeah. So like half my fingernail ripped off basically you and your fingers always get get injured <laughs> yeah james is thinking is like uh i have nine more <laughs> <laughs> what, what's one what's one finger <laughs> what's five people <laughs> that's believable. all right um I, I guess i'll go with just answer number one Oh my goodness, I hope I'm not leading everyone down the wrong. <laughs> oh, you know James the best out of like the three Wait, of us. He also has terrible memory. Oh, that's true. I mean, terrible is I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. Selective memory. Yeah, there we go. That's the perfect selective. word. <laughs> Very selective. Okay. So I with my selective memory and going with number one. Okay. Um, geez, I guess I'll choose the third one. Going into know, shock. That sounds, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds so realistic. But what if it's the second one and you just change like one minor detail? What if it's not you going to Yeah. Maryland? No, no, no. it's no, like no, going no. to Florida? Was, the, the detail he changed was it wasn't a bird. It was a, it was a dog. That was <laughs> <laughs> Maryland seems more possible than Las Vegas. Yeah, I think Vegas is fake. For high school. 
or high school. And there's so many temptations. I mean, you're going to go into the casino. There are drinks. Yeah. No way. And, it's Sin City. High school, Come on. There's no way. Would they take you to Vegas? That's crazy. I say no. Like, come on, I'll be in drill team. Do they take women? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're swaying my decision. <laughs> all right. All eggs in one basket? Are we all, all going right. one? Okay, fine. Let's all eggs in one basket. Okay, liar. Reveal yourself. Yeah, I was number one. <laughs> Selective memory prevails. It's like, wow, Las Vegas? Two, yeah, Las Vegas is epic. really far. They pay for that four days? Yeah, sure, yeah. Virginia. We Yo, which there. competition was it in Vegas? He's like the middle one. Middle one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot the other names. Guys, <laughs> nationals. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I don't remember. <laughs> All right, Tam. Why don't you lie to us? Okay. Okay. Um, when I was eight years, from eight to ten years old, I really wanted to be a clown. <laughs> That's because. Um, I went to a birthday party and there was a clown there and she was making all these uh, balloon animals. And I thought that was so amazing. And I went out and I bought a whole bunch of like balloons to make balloon animals. And I would Wait. like practice for the longest time. And then they kept popping and now I'm scared of balloons. Well, I would just be like, to tell you, Tan has like a balloon pump and she has had like those Yes. Those long balloons that you like twist into shapes. So uh -huh. I completely believe this. What made you decide not to be a clown? <laughs> uh oh, no, because um, I kept trying and a lot of balloons kept popping. And I was just like, I wasn't originally scared of balloons. And now I am. So I was just like, I can't be a clown if I'm scared of balloons. You traumatized yourself. Yeah, basically. All right. Statement number two. <laughs> um. Um, when we when I was little and I lived at my grandma's house, there was a neighbor that had um, that had a dog, and then I would walk past and I would always want to pet the dog. And there's uh, this one time I I opened the gate and then the dog ran away. What? No, wow. no, no. Okay, let me let me give you some details though because I, um, I I used to walk around the block a lot with like Jeff and Tom. And Jeff would always open the gate and pet the dog, and the dog never ran out, and then he would close the gate. And then I decided to do it by myself. I was like, I could definitely open the gate and pet the dog and then close the gate. But then I opened the gate, and then the dog pushed me aside and then just ran. What happened to the dog after that? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> what? The dog just ran away, and you don't know what I happened mean, like, after that? I tried chasing it then... to get it back, but I think I, I was just like, oh my god, I'm in so much trouble. Did you confess to the owner? Yeah, I, I think the owner came out and was just like, what happened? And I was just like, the dog ran. And then I, what happened? I think I was with Tiff. I was at Tiff. Um, I don't know. The owner went to look for the dog. Honestly, I was really young, so I um, whatever happened after was a little hazy. But I remember getting yelled at by Jeff and Tom, and they're just like, you're so stupid. Do you remember like, this, Jeff? Yes. You do? Yeah. She's like, you're so stupid. And I was just like, you guys always I don't remember do it. calling you stupid, but I do remember this. You probably did. Uh, maybe I did. <laughs> I was just like, you're so stupid. You're going to LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still crying? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, what's statement number three? Okay, um, when I was little, um, mom, mom would moisturize me with baby oil. And I was really conf- like confused. And then I, confront- I asked Jeff and I was just like, Guga, ma- mama puts baby oil on me every night. Does she oil you too? And then he's just like, no, she doesn't. She only puts regular lotion on me. And I was like, why, why does she always oil me then? And Jeff's just like, oh, she's getting ready to cook you. And I believed him. Oh my God. And I cried so about it. And I, did, I never talked to mom about it. I was just like, mom's getting ready to cook me. This is why she oils me every night. Oh man. I think Jeffrey would say that. Uh, that sounds real. <laughs> this is when we were like five, six. And then I like cried about it. Oh, that sounds man, real. Jeff. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, what are we going to do with you? I plead the fifth. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, Jeff, you think the second statement is true? I think that this constitutes a discussion. <laughs> the second statement constitutes a discussion. Okay. Number two. Okay. So, if I remember correctly, Tom mm-hmm. and I used to play basketball in our backyard all the time. And yeah. every time our basketball goes into, it bounces, you know, the ball, it bounces. It goes into the neighbor's yard. Usually, if my neighbor's home, They'll come out and they'll grab it for us. Um, But it happened quite often. And my neighbors actually said that it was okay if we just went over and grabbed it. Or I don't. This is the one neighbor. This isn't the neighbor with the dog. Okay. But maybe they never okayed it. I just did it anyway. I just (laughs) hopped the fence and then grabbed it. Oh, yeah. But that. that would be the only neighbor that I remember that I actually go out and open their gate to walk in and 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 get the basketball and like tammy said i don't remember them having a dog but i do remember a dog running away from an alley and getting mad at tam i do remember that mm. okay. so i think i think that number two i'm feeling good yo i got i got the first two truths one lie correct so i, I think the second one is true I remember Tan saying that she wanted to be a clown before when she was little. And hmm. she is kind of scared to like uh, twist the balloons because she's always like, uh, don't pop, don't pop. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen her make balloon animals before? Yeah. What? She has a balloon pump. We have balloon pumps at home. Mm-hmm. Well, we and used she's... to. I don't know where they are now. I gave one away. I don't remember that. <laughs> but then again, we already established I have selective memory. So I'm just yeah. thinking like, what if it's number two? All right, guys, I don't, I don't trust myself anymore. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I think it's number two because the details are a little fuzzy for yes, Tammy. I agree. And number three sounds like something I would say. Mm-hmm. So now... Bully. <laughs> he also told me mom found me in the in the garbage bin and i believe that too and i also oh, cried about man. that i feel like every older sibling says that my sister said that to me uh, james did you say that did you say to that your to sister? your sister no, <laughs> no. <laughs> the worst part was mom didn't even like make me feel better about it 
she was just like, no, I definitely gave birth to you. And even if it's true that I found you in the dumpster, it's because I wanted you. <laughs> like, Mom, what the heck? <laughs> oh, God bless my mom. Okay. Mm. That's hilarious. This number two, I think. I second that. Ah. Come on, Jika. Right. I'm going. Guga. I'm going with number one. I'm going with number one. Okay, we got <laughs> our final answers. We're ready, Tam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are wrong. James and Annie are both correct. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. My so, goodness. So what Did happened you just was... move something? I heard something. <laughs> yeah, I just heard something. <laughs> I threw a pen. Why don't you share the story of burning our cousin's hair? Because I was playing with fire and you thought it was cool. Oh, yeah, I feel like a lot of things. I just like go... With... <laughs> follow you and then it just turns out really badly for me or i'm just like oh jeff can do it i can do it too so the first time our cousin alex ever dyed his hair was unintentional it was because tam lit his hair on fire fire. it's singed singed part of his bangs and his hair changed color (laughs) it didn't i trimmed it i trimmed it Trimmed it. Wow, you trimmed it. Well, yeah. So yeah, his mom noticed. Yeah. He's just like, how come his hair's a little shorter in the front? And I'm just like, um, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so what happened? So, um, uh, we used to have matches at home, and Jeff showed me how to like light a match, but I was scared of fire, and he's just like, don't worry. If you, if, if you just throw it fast enough, the fire would go out. But he would, he would always I don't know if that's how I explained it. Don't <laughs> worry. Don't worry. If you throw it fast enough, it's fine. <laughs> Jeff would always throw it against the, um, as far as way, as far away from him as possible. So he would throw it towards like the mirror or like mom's dresser. And then it would go out because it would hit like hard surface. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then, um, okay, was, let me throw it, throw it at my baby cousin. <laughs> it was it was late at night, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna try lighting one myself. And I lit it, and then I threw it, but it hit the carpet, and then the carpet went on fire. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. And then I started panicking. What can I do? How can I? And I can't ask for help because everybody's downstairs. I was upstairs by myself, and stop, I was running back and, and forth. Stop, drop, and roll. That was exactly what Alex did because he couldn't walk. So he rolled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, Alex oh is only. Oh my god. Alex, I think he was. He was probably like ten or eleven months old. Oh he didn't, my god. And he was. He was crawling. I love and then you, Alex. Alex. <laughs> he was crawling, and I kept telling him, "Stay away, stay away." And I kept picking oh him up god, and moving him away. But yeah, I got rid of the fire. I I used enough cups of water. Alex turned wow. out okay yeah. for the most part, you know. Wow, yeah. so so does Alex's parents know that you lit his hair on fire? <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. Alex, if you're oh, listening, well. I'm I'm still really, really, really sorry. It was an accident, but I'm still really, really sorry. Like I said, there's nothing to be sorry about. For the most part, he turned out okay. This seems to be a trend on this podcast, apologizing to your little cousins. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, us and the cousins went to Locked NYC in Astoria and we completed an escape the room. All escape the rooms for, in my opinion, are very stressful, but for whatever reason, I was super stressed that day, dude. (laughs) Why? 
everyone was just shouting. There was like very little listening. It was just like, oh, this, oh, that, oh, this. Even with that being said, I think that was the, the fastest we ever cleared the escape the room. We still had over 10 minutes when we finished it. For those of you that live under a rock, James. <laughs> James has done it before. He has, but he still lives under the rock. So escape the room, you and a couple of friends, or you can do it with strangers too, get locked in one room and there are mysteries and puzzles. You have to figure out how to solve it and then free yourself, get out of that room. Hence the name escape the room. Um, we've done it a couple times too, James. We, we've done a couple as well. When we went to you, me and Jack uh, did one when we went to Arizona. Yeah, we did one in Arizona. And then uh, we also did one, I think it was in the city. Dig. Yes. Yeah. That was my first, that was my first one. Yeah. And then we also did one in Flushing. Yeah, we've done it a couple times. It's, it's kind of like a team bonding experience and stuff like that I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun solving puzzles and escaping. Yeah. That's yeah, like, like Jeff said, we had too many people. It was stressful when everybody's screaming over one another or like some people are just like hindering uh hinders a little bit too far i don't think anyone intentionally hindered but they they didn't help (laughs) the first person i think of is thomas um thomas like oh my god (laughs) well it's a good thing we could talk about this because tom will never get to this point in the podcast because it's way more than five seconds in (laughs) I, I don't know, but we have video, <laughs> yeah, we have video now, though. Yeah. Oh, we have video now. He, yeah, if it's yeah. video, you know, he still will watch it. So, I oh, he, we'll he see. He is our number one fan. Yeah, he is our number one fan. Okay. So, Tom, as soon as we get in, it has it's not even ten minutes yet. He mm-hmm. goes, "Well, guys, I give up." <laughs> <laughs> He's just joking, but he, he did it like multiple times throughout. Yeah. Our hour. Okay, I agree with you, Tam. He did hinder us. <laughs> <laughs> Annie and I visited our friends, uh, Michael and Sumchi, in Brooklyn today. And they recently just had a kid. Uh, their baby boy, Paul, is so cute. And he's, he's three months old. Two months old. Isn't he three months old? All right, I'll go. Okay, he's two months old. Uh, <laughs> you know better than I do. He's two months old. Uh... By the time this episode premieres, he's going to be three months old. Uh, but <laughs> seeing him and then seeing uh, uh, Mike and Sumchi go through that, it, it brought me back. And even though it's only been eight months, I was thinking like, wow, I forgot how small Nicholas was when he was first mm-hmm. born. And how and- tough of a time it was to transition going back to work and the uh- and starting yes. the whole process. Do you, yeah. do you, do you guys miss uh, having uh, when Nicholas was very young? Well, miss, he's still do young. Do you miss having it. a newborn? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Not really. I mean, they're cute, but I think the first two, three months is just very tough. Mm, okay. I'm counting down to the days when he starts going to school. 
Seriously? You're no! Gonna, you, you're going to miss it so much. I had this conversation with Mike today. Uh, Mike, if you're listening to this, I asked him, I said, was it hard transitioning to be a dad? So he's older than us, but not, not that much older than us. He said that for him, he's in a little bit of a different spot, but he gave some incredible insight. You know, thank you, Mike, for that today. He said for him, um, he was already there uh, in, in, in terms of mindset. He was ready to be a dad. He kind of expected to change. Maybe there was some stuff that some things that he didn't expect, but he knew that it was going to be a life changing thing. And okay. for him, he's already been selfish for a good amount of years before he decided to settle down and have a kid. And mm. what he told me, which I think is kind of funny, but he said, you know what? He, he knows it's probably going to be tough only until he gets to like five years old. And then once he gets to school, then, you know, maybe things will start to normalize a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Four more years. Really? <laughs> what the heck? Me and Tam are just like, no, just stay little and cute. Yeah. He's going to be cute, but... I want to interact with them. I want to play with them. That's so fun. You know, you can dance with them. You can, you can play with them and they, they can talk to you. They can talk back to you. Yeah. They I, can I want... like, yell at you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I heard a lot of that. <laughs> Terrible twos, yeah. man. Aiden yeah. was very good today though. I must say. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was very good. Two things about Aiden, and I know for sure Albert's going to hear this. Two things about Aiden. Number one, um, he's scared of the Iron Man toy that I have at my house. He, <laughs> he's two years old, by the way. Yeah, he's two years old. And um, my, my aunt from Taiwan gave us, gave Nicholas an Iron Man uh, toy that stands on its own. And when you turn it on, uh, there's music, loud music coming out of it. And... Flashing Iron Man lights. would dance. Flashing lights and loud music and Iron Man would start to dance. So Aiden is scared of that. He will not go anywhere near that toy, but <laughs> he'll look at it from a corner and he'll dance with it. He will not approach it, but he will dance from afar. The second thing about Aiden is that he's at the age now where he's scared of spicy stuff. So you can just say anything. You can say uh, ice cream is spicy and you're like, oh, Aiden, you want? No, I'm scared. <laughs> that ice cream was delicious. Jeff <laughs> no, lied to him. <laughs> it wasn't me. The first, okay, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but last week when they first came over, all right, I'm not telling the story. <laughs> Aiden was trying to go to the basement, just like, I see down there. <laughs> spicy down there. <laughs> the air is spicy. But my mom was saying it's dangerous, and I uh, and I forgot who 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 in the background kept saying it's spicy, it's spicy. It was Stella. Hey, Jeff. No, no, it was Stella. Come on, guys. I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even know how I'm gonna edit this episode. Yo, I gotta cut out so much stuff. Oh man. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks for listening. You know, check out our merch store. We got t-shirts there. We got hoodies there. Now we got hoodies. Instagram, Instagram.com slash Redonculus Podcast. No space. Uh, we have a discount code going on right now. So check it out. It's launch 
10 l-a-u-n-c-h-10 get additional 10 percent off our merch and we really appreciate it if you guys can support us and worked really hard on the designs and um it's comfortable i love wearing it out all the time okay so check us out on youtube check us out on spotify we are also on apple podcast and um check out our wordpress please uh put in your email uh, for our WordPress, and uh, we'll let you guys know uh, each time episode co- goes live. Thank you very much for having me. It was an interesting experience. Yeah, I I always love reliving how I used to, you know, torture people. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, stay redonkulous. Peace. It's the Redonkulous Podcast starring Annie and Jeff and my coolest guy in the world whose name is James. It's Redonkulous.